0: This is Adam Gorney with the Respect My Decision podcast. This week's guest is Ryan Young, who covers across the Pac-12 for us. One of his res- many responsibilities is covering Colorado football and recruiting for CU Sports Report. Definitely a fast-growing site with a lot of attention, and it's because of Deion Sanders. Uh, thank you for taking that job, Dion. It's helped our business. and. <laughs> uh, Uh, it's definitely been an interesting few weeks. Uh, he's been preparing for the celebration bowl this weekend. So it's kind of calmed down a little bit. I suspect after that it's complete full go and there's been a lot of movement already. But first Ryan, just your general impressions on him getting that job and what it means for the pac 12 and the interest level across college football.
1: Yeah, I wrote in my column, it was, it was the best hire Colorado could have made. And I wouldn't say that for any program or any school. But for this program at this time, they were desperate for for a a savior, for for attention, for relevance. And if you think about it, they weren't going to be able to hire away uh, a successful sitting head coach from somewhere else. They weren't going to be top of the line for the the hot coordinator somewhere. If they had gone and hired a young group of five coach or an FCS coach or a first-time head coach, that might have been a good hire, but it wouldn't have moved the needle recruiting wise. And they needed an immediate boost to turn this roster over and put all that, all that together. I'm not sure there's any coach that could have come in and immediately make Colorado football relevance and gotten recruits excited, gotten the fan base re-energized uh, almost to the point where like the, the one in 11 season is so far in the past already, even though it just finished um, it, it, for this program, it was the best hire possible and it's going to be fascinating. I mean, it, he makes an impression. We saw the video of his first meeting with the team. Um, You couldn't make a, a more impactful impression, uh, whatever you think about it, than he did in that, in that meeting. And like you said, it's been good for business at CU sports report. It's been good for uh, Colorado football and whether or not he can, you know, truly build a winner is yet to be seen, but he's made Colorado relevant. He's gotten recruits interested and that's half the battle.
0: Yeah. And, and that is the interesting part. like, you can hire some young coordinator with all the plays on his big play sheet and all this kind of stuff. I don't know if that turns anything around. You could hire, you know, the guy that made Troy good or North Texas or whatever else and I don't know if that changes around. You almost needed something and I don't want to use the word like ridiculous because he's a very qualified person, but you also need, you needed something so and I hit the term outside the box, but you needed something like that to just spark this program this was a team that was one and 11 this year and in those 11 losses it wasn't like oh man one <laughs> play here or there is going to change things around um they got blown out on, on all, in almost every single weekend their defense <clears throat> gave up 40 points or more in 10 of those losses and the offense you know had no heartbeat i mean I think the starting quarterback had more interceptions and touchdowns. The running backs did nothing. The, the, the leading receiver, I think, had two or three touchdowns a whole year. I mean, this is a program, and that's where I kind of want to go with this. We could, we could hammer on them all we want. But can Dion make this team a winning program? <clears throat> I know he's coming with his Louis Vuitton, and he talks a big game. But this is going to be a completely different situation than Jackson State. He's, he's coached 32 games in his entire career. None at the power five level. And he's, and he's, and as much as he wants to bring his Louie, you know, he's got the Kmart shopping bag right now. And it, and it, that doesn't change immediately. Right.
1: Even with the transfer portal. Yeah. You look at 23 and two, the last two seasons, they're very impressive. Certainly probably, um, assuage some doubters, uh, turn some heads, change some opinions, but that's a, in a swag. Okay. It's, it's, Building a talent advantage in the SWAC and turning a program around quickly there is a much different challenge than now you got to build a, ta- a program on par talent-wise with USC, UCLA, at least for the next year, Oregon, Utah. I mean, that's that's a whole different ballgame. And so I, I really don't think you can look at his record from Jackson State and say, okay, this is why it's going to work here. It really is about that personality and about the fact that people want to be a part of it. And it's not just players, it's coaches too. Uh, The staff he's put together has been really impressive. Sean Lewis is is OC, the former Kent State head coach, Uh, really one of the great offensive minds in the country. I'm sure there was a lot of programs that would have loved to have been able to land him as an offensive coordinator Had two top five offenses in the last few years nationally, even though that was not a winning program overall. Um, If he had just come here and and just – transported his Jackson state coaching staff or only guys that he had a personal history with, I still have some doubts, you know, are people going to buy into this? Do people actually believe in him as a head coach and a leader, but he's gotten coaches that were not part of his quote unquote tree. Yeah. He's, he's gotten people who wanted to come be a part of this. He's gotten players who wanted to come be a part of this already. That is enough to show me that this can work uh, to what extent no one knows but I I think that they can make a big leap pretty quickly and get back into that middle pack of the pack 12 and where it goes from there. I couldn't predict, but you rattled off some of the uh, highlights of this season for Colorado. I mean, it was a historic season, Uh, maybe the worst power five team of my lifetime. And that takes some serious triage to, to fix. And to go back to our earlier point, like, Stanford hiring Troy Taylor, great hire. That may be the best hire they could have made. Everyone's fired up for that hire. If he comes to Colorado, he's not getting recruits nationally to suddenly look at the Buffaloes. Um, this was a unique situation that you needed a, a unique fix, and and got the most unique fix possible. I think he can make them successful. Um, I just I have no idea if he can get them to a to a top end contender status. Uh,
0: yeah, and that's. That's the interesting thing. And as I think about this, like every scenario runs through my mind. One, he'll come in, he'll bring in a bunch of transfers. I would imagine Travis Hunter's going to follow him. I would imagine Kevin Coleman probably follows him. He's already named his starting quarterback for next year <laughs> and his son. Uh, all of those things. That's nice. Okay. Um Okay. So we got that. So, so, so they're going to be markedly better than this year, just immediately off the bat. I think that's, that's clear, but they were one and 11. So will Dion stand for four and eight as improvement and then get to six and six and play in the sun bowl in El Paso. And then, or, or does he need 10 and two? Does he need 11 and one immediately? Is, is his personality such that he won't stand for it and, and all of those kinds of things. So then you, so then you worry about that. And then you worry about, you know, like you, you said, is opening press conference. Some people said, great, he's laying down the law and these <laughs> kids can kind of go find wherever they want to go. And other people like, were like, what are you do, What are you doing? <laughs> you're telling the entire team to go to the transfer portal. Cause you're bringing your own guys in, but you don't have guys. Like you don't have that many guys. Like you think. You might, but who knows? I don't see yet an influx of transfer portal guys flying to Colorado to do that. I don't see, I mean, there's been some impressive recruiting wins there. So, and then you get to, okay, let's say he does, he is incredible and he is nine and three his first year. I mean, Mel Tucker left after one year and he had a losing record (laughs) and people wanted to hire him away. So there's just so much that goes into this that it, it makes it awesome to follow. But anybody who says they know what's going to happen in Boulder from Sunday morning after he's done with Jackson State until the end of next season, there, there's just no knowing,
1: right? That's what's fun about it. And you know, we talk about you talk about how long is he gonna stay. Well, I mentioned this was the, the 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 right hire for them at the right time. It was the right job for Dion at the right time. Yeah. I still think, I still sense that the the true you know uh, forget even blue bloods but the the true you know power five programs that have things going in the right direction and and have a range of options at their disposal when they have an opening are maybe still a little standoffish or still have, have their doubts about him at this level he has to come and prove himself at this level I don't think that changes in one or two years so I I think he needed this job and 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 needs it actively I don't think he's gonna come in, in two years and all of a sudden, uh, the next SEC job is knocking on its door. I think that takes time. So I think they're a right fit for a few years. That first meeting with the team, though, I, I've i been fascinated by the range of reactions to that. I, some people thought it was the greatest thing ever. Some people were just uh, stunned and didn't know what to say. Yeah. My one concern is that there was a just a performative reality show aspect to it, and I don't know how that wears over time. You know, yeah. I, I think that's a good point. Is this about
0: Colorado football? Is this about the kids or is this about Dion? And and I think that is definitely part of the the issue here and the concern is that, and, and look, it, it's about every coach, don't get me wrong, but uh, not every coach has a camera crew following him around through every move. At all times. At all times. For a team that needs Desperate help to become even halfway good. And that's the thing. Like, we could go down the list. You know, TCU was actually one of their better losses, which is amazing. They lost by 31 to Air Force. They lost by 42 to Minnesota. And Minnesota hardly scored 42 points the rest of the year. I mean, it's not exactly an offensive juggernaut. UCLA blew them out, Arizona blew them out. They beat Cal in overtime, which is an indictment on, on Cal, but uh Oregon yeah. state, Arizona state, Oregon blew them out. USC could have blown them out even way worse because they hardly played, you know, with a pulse in half of that game, Washington blew out, Utah scored 63. This is not an, an easy situation. And so that, that is also, I think a good point that needs to be discussed.
1: Is this,
0: That's is good. this, is this Dion's, you know, Dion's show.
1: Yeah. And, and, go back to that message though. And it's not that the message itself was so um, extraordinarily unique. Like like Lincoln Riley came to USC last year and said in a press conference, we're going to turn over 30 roster spots. And, and to me, that was bold at the time. I'm like, wow, he's just coming out and saying that we're going to turn over 30 yeah. roster spots. It's some version of what Dion said was, was, was in that vein. It was just a little more, um, you know, performative and, and uh, extreme, but uh yeah, I mean, this, this roster needs so much help. The, the defense was hapless. The offense got a little bit better as the year went along, and now obviously it's it's kind of a totally different situation. They've lost some linemen. It's gonna be a new quarterback, so it's all starting from scratch. Anyone like you said who can project what's gonna happen is 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 fooling themselves. We don't know. Uh, getting a few recruiting wins early, um, getting a four-star running back in, in Edwards. Uh, getting some talent from you know different parts of the country, three-star receiver, uh, linemen, some defensive pieces is great, but they need so much help that he has to win, not just uh, a nice battle here or there. He has to win, 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 win in recruiting if he's going to win on the field, and uh, they're still far ways away. It's going to be interesting, and ultimately it's about how the guys buy in, and, and if the reality show aspect of it does wear on the whole thing at a certain point. Because again this is this is new to all of them they've yeah. seen cameras around a couple times they've been a part of of the of, of the you know the speech and everything for a week or two but when you're in month eight of building this program and that's always a part of things how does that take to the guys
0: yeah and and i do also want to credit Dion and say i appreciate the honesty because every coach in the country especially the team's that are struggling uh, are are shipping guys off left and right and forcing guys out and bringing portal guys in, uh, in spots. And, you know, there are teams out there, you know, especially in the sec that have like 20, 25 guys in the portal. And those, all of those guys are not by choice. I mean, some of those guys got shipped out. So I appreciate that Dion kind of came in and said, you know, what everyone else says behind the scenes. He, you know, he dumped half of his recruiting class on, Day two, he's bringing some guys in. I think Taj McCoy is a talented kid. Asad Wasim from Orlando has a lot of connections in that Orlando area. It'll be interesting to see if Dion can recruit Florida kids. That's why I thought USF was really the right spot for him. He's a guy Mm. from Southwest Florida, obviously played at Florida state, could recruit the state like crazy and, and win there. There's a possibility of winning at that level that would then project him into a power five job, but he's also 55 years old. This isn't Dion 30 years ago that the guy, the guy we remember growing up with. Great point. Yeah. He, he sort of needs to get into the power five world before he gets into his sixties here. So I, I you know, it, it's definitely such an incredibly interesting situation. Dylan Edwards is huge. I think he has the ability, especially in the pack 12, he's sort of a, Deuce Vaughn, Blake Corum mix, and, and they're going to get him the ball in a lot of ways. And then the, the final pieces: can he get Malachi Coleman, the number one player in the state of Nebraska, who had been committed to Nebraska? Nebraska continues to go after him, but it seems like he wants to explore his options to come to, to Boulder. That is a 6'5", 200 you know, pound athlete that could play edge rusher, outside linebacker, wide receiver, all kinds of things. Caden Proctor told me when, when I asked if he had interest in Colorado, he said not too much, but we'll see. That might be some blowing smoke there. Um, he's a guy that has been committed to Iowa, but looking at Oregon, I think NIL will play a big factor here. I heard Dion took a a pay cut so he could hire more staff. I think those are the things when I hear in you know the media reports of oh Auburn thinks he's a a, a pain or this school thinks he's a tr- you know trouble or this or that you kind of roll your eyes at that and you're like, this guy has basically done everything in the, in the coaching world. And I understand that there are some concerns about some past issues at his school in Dallas, but if we're going to go down that path, then Hugh freeze at Auburn is a ridiculous hire, but um, you know, he's done everything since being a coach that, that has been like perfect to the T and now it looks like he's putting together a phenomenal staff at Colorado to at least be able to compete there.
1: Yeah, but just remember this defense was so bad that, and and they, and they lost maybe two of their best players, um, yeah. in, in the cornerback who transferred to Cal, uh, linebacker was a six-year senior, so take a defense that couldn't stop anybody, bottom of the FBS, and maybe had a couple good pieces working in his favor, and they're gone. He needs so much help here, so just keep that in mind as as we get to September. And you see, oh, they're, they're giving up 40 points a game still. Well, look at where they came from. This, this is the, they are coming from the very bottom, like a mile behind the starting line of every other FBS program. So it's—it's going to be a long haul. Uh, but anyone, anyone who can get the athletic director to call him Coach Prime um, certainly has uh, inst- uh, earned the confidence of his of his bosses and and uh, many others so far. So I'm not going to be the one to doubt him. And I go back to the staff he's brought in. Uh, landing a guy like Sean Lewis, like, that guy could have gone to a lot of places. He had options. He's a desired yep. offensive commodity, and he chose, he wanted to be a part of this. He believes that attaching his wagon to Deion Sanders is a good thing for his career. He knows better than me. He okay, he's, he's talked to him uh, you know, more than any of us have, so I'm going to have give some benefit of the doubt that the people buying into him uh, have done their due diligence and, and know what they're signing up for, and that they have reasons to believe this is going to work. So I'm not going to doubt him, but I certainly am not ready to you know throw down any bets and and say, Oh, they're going to win X amount of games this year and two years and three years. It's going to be interesting. That's all I can guarantee. It will be interesting.
0: Yeah. And hey, if they go one and eleven next year, uh, <laughs> you know, it's no worse than than this year. Sometimes the best thing for a new coach is just complete and utter low, lowest of the bar. Absolutely. You know, expectations because only up from here. So it'll be interesting. Like you said, Ryan, that is the Respect My Decision podcast. Stick around. CUSportsReport.com has all the transfer portal, recruiting, Dion News you could possibly want. That is Ryan Young. I am Adam Gorney, and that is the Respect My Decision podcast.